Welcome to the Truth To You Daily Podcast, a podcast designed for teenagers who want to learn more about God's Word and how it impacts our daily lives. Journey with us as we set out to explore God's timeless truth one day at a time. Welcome back to another episode of the Truth To You podcast, and it is Thursday, February the 20th. I don't know what you're up to today. I hope that the Lord has given you a good day and you've been experiencing victory. I want to go ahead and notice our memory verse for this week. We start a new memory verse today, and this will be one that we'll be tracing over the next week or so. And uh, not, not a long verse here, but a verse that I think would be great for us to meditate on over the course of the next week. The Bible says in James 3.18, And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Um, you know, today we live in a very tumultuous um, situation uh, here in the world, and uh, certainly there is plenty of bad news out there. There's plenty of conflict that we can see, and uh, I think this is a great verse for us to meditate on. Uh, and the word peace here um, occurs two times in this verse, and I love I love how uh, this verse brings some thoughts together. And, and the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. And what James is saying here is that Christians ought to be a peaceful people. And and when we live out our righteousness, um, it's going to be done in a peaceful manner. We can contribute to a peaceful environment in our homes or or in our society or in our schools uh, by simply uh, following the Lord. And uh, that will indeed cause us to be a peaceful people. Hey, I want to go ahead and notice our thought for the day. We are finishing up uh, 1 Samuel and just a few chapters left now, but we're in 1 Samuel 28. And verse 6 says this, And when Saul inquired of the Lord, the Lord answered him not, neither by dreams, nor by Urim, nor by prophets. It's a very telling verse here that we find, and, and there's a similar verse um, about five or six chapters before this one in which Saul reaches out to the Lord. And uh, we saw some principles surrounding that particular chapter, but what I want us to notice um, from this situation is that God is not a good luck charm. And I want you to think about that, but but for the context of this passage in, in 1 Samuel 28, the Philistines and David David's men are, are preparing for battle against Saul. Saul, at this point, he's, he's wounded and he's a weak king internally. Um, he had the idea that if he could somehow knock off David, who was God's chosen king, he could somehow regain favor with God and, and be allowed to continue on the throne. But, of course, we know that would have never been the case. Um, at, but as he sees you know, David and his enemies uniting against him, um, no doubt he is sensing the judgment of God drawing closer and closer to him. You know, Saul was not living and had not been living uh, in the right manner for a long time. And uh, and, God, and he knew that, and God had told him that through Saul. But, um, you know, here he's sort of he, he's sort of becoming very uneasy, and so much so that, that now he's desperate. And he's a, he's a desperate attempt to stay God's judgment um, on the years of indifference and, and the years of sinful activity. So he calls out to God in this chapter. 
And it's almost as if, if Saul is reaching out to a good luck charm as he prepares for battle in which he knows that he's probably going to lose his life and furthermore lose the battle. And as the verse says, the Lord would not answer Saul. He wouldn't do it. And Saul tried uh, in multiple ways, uh, neither by dreams or Urim or, or by prophets. God was done with dealing with Saul. Uh, Saul had opportunities to repent. He knew what the right thing was to do and repented and, and repeatedly rather, um, he puts the Lord off. And uh, that's a really sad thing. But, you know, I think the point for us to understand here is God is not going to be used as some good luck charm for us. Uh, don't expect God to go along with with any type of wrongdoing or or abide with you in your wickedness. Uh, God doesn't bless that. That's not how he he uh, uh, responds to his children. Uh, Saul had numerous opportunities to humble himself before God, and yet he continued to refuse. And you know, I've seen some Christians who wanted to use God in sort of this manner as, um, you know, they, they maybe have put him off, they've ignored him, uh, they, they have maybe even thrown themselves at wickedness, and then in, in just a brief moment, um, uh, Lord, uh, get me out of this trouble I'm in. And you know, there's nothing wrong with, with going to the Lord and, and uh, approaching him in a right manner and, and asking forgiveness, but that's not what Saul's doing here. Saul, Saul wants victory uh, in a way that will contribute to his wickedness and his sinful activity, and God's not going to have any party to that. And so we have to remember that as well. We need to be faithful to the Lord. We need to be walking with him daily so that when we have needs in our lives and as we speak with him on a daily basis, we have the freedom to converse with him and see him at work in our lives. But teenager, listen, don't try to use God as some type of good luck charm that that we want to pull out um, at the last minute. And God doesn't want to be used that way, and he won't be. So just a thought as as you go about your day today, teens. And then uh, very quickly, just want to recognize our teenager of the day, and we're praying for Jacob Holston. Appreciate Jacob so much. He's one of our seniors, and um, appreciate his leadership in our youth group. But pray for him. Pray the Lord would give him um, just uh, direction for the future and uh, give him confidence in that. I know he would greatly appreciate those prayers. Hey, thanks for joining us. We'll see you back again tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day.